Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, I'm sure a lot of you uh, like spending your birthday at home, but Elsa Shorten went to amazing lengths this year to make sure she got back home in time for hers. Uh, She was in Singapore for six months because of COVID-19, having made a trip there before it. But she made it home to Cahardavon in Limerick in time to celebrate. And uh, her uh, daughter, Tracy Shorten McMahon, who's actually taking the call from Singapore right now, is on the line to tell us a little bit more about it. Uh, Morning to you, Tracy. How are you? Um, good evening. How are you? Oh, it's evening there, Thank isn't it? Thank you for having right. me. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, Tracy, uh, was your mum going out to visit you then, initially? Um, that was the plan. Mum was actually visiting my brother in Australia, in Melbourne, and the um, the plan was to stop along the way in Singapore and then to stop in Singapore on the way back because it breaks up the journey for her. Um, I've lived abroad for 20 plus years now, my brother 30 years. So this is a trip that mom and dad used to do together. But since my dad passed away, mom has been doing it on her own. Um, uh, so it was basically a holiday to visit my brother and his kids and, and me on the way back. Mm. Now, your mum is 88, isn't that right? She is. She turns 88 on October the 4th, yes. Wow. Um, so uh, the trip obviously was going well until suddenly, uh, well, we had this COVID problem. Exactly. So all was going to plan and um, she had safely made it down to Australia and she spent some time with my brother and his kids and she'd had a lovely holiday and she was on her way back and um, she stopped off in Singapore along the way, the beginning of March. So everything was going good and um, she was looking forward to her time in Singapore. She's Having stopped off a couple of times now over the years, she was looking forward to all the St. Patrick's Day festivities and all the goings on and the and uh, the celebrations there. And um, COVID hit and then everything changed. There was no more holiday anymore and we were um, very, very uh, quickly um, in safety mode and how we were going to keep Mam safe while she was with us in Singapore. And then how were we going to get her home? We, we didn't really know what we were going to do. And what was the COVID-19 um, situation like, Tracy, in Singapore itself then? Um, so so from the end of March, um, the borders shut. And um, that meant then that um, my son, for example, he was um, he decided to come back from the UK. He would been in London studying and he made it in just in time before the borders shut in Singapore. And... Um, from about, say, but maybe about the 20th of March or so, um, the law in Singapore was that uh, you, you were then in Singapore's version of a lockdown. They call it, called it here circuit breaker. And um, that basically meant that um, everybody was to stay at home. Um, one person was allowed out per household, uh, maybe to exercise or to buy essentials. And, uh, and that was it. Everything was closed. Restaurants were takeaway and delivery only. Churches, schools, clothes, bars, hair salons, everything. Um, masks um, became compulsory to wear when you did leave your ha- your home. Right. Um, We're and, chatting yeah. to Tracy Shorten McMahon about uh, getting her mum Elsa home to Cardavan in time for uh, her birthday. Um, so, I mean, what was your mum saying? Uh, when can I get out of here at a certain point? Basically, yeah. As, as Mam says, she felt that she was locked up, not locked down. Because um, the um, the the concern was basically to keep her safe, 
um, and we knew we had to get her home and her flight was booked to leave in uh, in April. Um, but there was no way we could let her go home because the, the cases were starting to um, increase in Europe and we were worried about her safety. So we started to apply for visa extensions um, and uh, we were getting those extensions every month and then those monthly extensions were reduced to every two weeks. So we were looking every two weeks basically to extend her stay in Singapore until we figured it would be a safe time to um, let her fly home. And, and were um, the authorities reasonable when you requested the extensions? Um, you know, initially it was one month extension and then it was every two weeks. Um, so that was definitely a concern for, for us because we had to change her flight multiple times to align with the visa. Um, we were concerned, but we figured, you know, we were just taking it every two weeks um, and um, just hoping for the best, really. Um, and myself and my brother set up a WhatsApp chat and basically we're trying to work out what would be best for ma'am. And we even considered at one stage, would we fly her back to Australia um, to sit out the winter in Australia and wait for things to improve in, in Europe and in Ireland? And we were lucky, actually, we didn't do that because um, Australia and Victoria, where my brother is, has since locked down. So yeah. we were lucky that we kept her in Singapore right. and just sat it out, basically. They have yeah. a very strict um, lockdown. But, I mean, was she saying, well, no, I really do want to go home to Limerick? She was. She was getting very... Um, she was She was getting anxious and she wanted to go home to her friends. And she's got a very tight-knit community in Cardavan. Um, she's involved in the actively retired and um, she goes to church every day and she's got her friends um, around her in her neighbourhood. And while she was enjoying staying with us, she was she was um, starting to get a bit anxious. All right, she wanted to go home because it was coming into the summer also in Ireland, and um, she'd only planned to stay a couple of weeks with us. It was never supposed to be, you know, five or six months. So, um, but she also was very um, very concerned for her own safety, and she knew that um, she didn't want to fly if it wasn't safe. So she was happy to stay put until we all worked it out well, between us. Well, know? that's it. I mean, look, it's an arduous enough journey for anyone anyway. You know, under normal yeah. circumstances, there's a fair bit in it getting from Singapore uh, back to Limerick. So when was the call made then, right, we're going to get uh, mum on a plane uh, and what was all that like? Yeah. So um, the opportunity presented itself when my son Mark was um, planning to go, go to the UK for university and he was flying to Amsterdam. So we um, we discussed it with Mam and we said, okay, there's a there's a chance that you'd have some company along the way. Um, the flight from Singapore to Amsterdam is 13 hours. So the plan was for her to fly with Mark on the long flight, and then when they get to Amsterdam, she would have a four hour layover, and he would fly on to to London, and then Mam would go her separate way, and she would go on to Dublin, and and that's what we did. Nice. Uh, we changed her flight and. Um, packed her up with all her sanitizers and disinfectant wipes and masks and, and everything else and booked her wheelchair and off the airport we went. And, and the and airline... She was, she was a bit anxious. The airline was good? The airline, as, as my mother said herself, she felt like she was wrapped up in, in cotton wool and treated like royalty because she we had booked a wheelchair for her the whole way and they basically just, you know, they took her from from door to door, basically, in the wheelchair through the airport. It was Amsterdam, so um, it was all one terminal, and it was pretty straightforward for her. And she had plenty of time to connect. 
So they really looked after her and um, she, the journey really wasn't as bad as she thought it would be. And she had marked company for most of the way. So it was okay. It worked out all right for her. She was nervous, but she, she was all right. All it was right. okay. Isn't she's great. a trooper. She's an absolute trooper. Yeah. yeah. It's great to have Elsa Short and ho- home. Then she'll be able to celebrate uh, her big birthday coming up as well. Um, Absolutely. But, but of course, the irony of this is that you know, we are facing possibly moving into level three restrictions here as they are. And, and Dublin already in them from the weekend. So there's a long winter ahead for all of us, including Elsa. And then what's the situation like in Singapore? Um. Well, Singapore basically um, has exited what it's referred to as a circuit breaker now, and it's in phase two of its um, of of the uh, uh, phase two of breaking out of circuit breaker, which means that compared to when we were in the height of the circuit breaker, um, when there was only one person allowed out of the house um, to either exercise or buy essentials, and everything was closed, now you're allowed to go out in groups of five. You're allowed to have groups of five over to visit you. Um, almost everything is open here except for maybe the nightclubs all these cinemas, restaurants, pubs hairdressers, you name it, all open and um, everybody wears masks and you QR scan in and out of, of everywhere you go including the parks and your temperatures are checked and life continues and I, and I believe it's going to stay like this um, until there's a vaccine right. you know, you, you, can, you book your slot in a restaurant, it's two hours um, your last last orders are quarter to ten, and everything is all shut up at um, yeah. ten thirty. Everybody's gone home. And obviously, you enjoy life there. I mean, you haven't been there for quite a long time now. Yeah, yeah, we're here seven years now. We've been in in Asia almost twenty. We were in Thailand before that, where two of my boys were born. So, yeah, but I'm, I'm we're hoping, fingers crossed, please God, God willing, that in the next two or three years, um, we might make it home. Okay. Well, Ireland and Limerick are a very different place than when you left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we we go home we go home every year, um, if not twice a year. We try and go home at Christmas time and summertime. Um, and although two of my boys weren't born in Ireland, they still figure themselves as being Irish. So, um, yeah, the plan is to eventually get home at some stage anyway. And and Mam is is counting the days, of course. You know, of course, absolutely. For a family to be back, uh, back near her again, yeah. All, all right. Well, listen. Thank you so much for telling us uh, that story—a really inspiring story of making sure that your mum got home. Uh, so, a very happy upcoming birthday to Elsa Shorten, who will be celebrating it at home in Cardavan in Limerick. And thanks very much uh, to Elsa's daughter Tracy Shorten McMahon, who was talking to us from her home in Singapore. Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live ninety five.